Hello and welcome to the Climbing Daily Wednesday news show. Today, Alex Magos is back crushing in Seyuse and we have a look at one of the most classic rock climbing competitions in the world. Hello T, how are you doing? Good, good, good to be back. Yes, I know. We've been we've been absent for a bit. We, we were trying out some new formats, yes. uh, and we still haven't kind of got it one hundred percent down. If it's going to be two, three, one, what's going to happen? What do you like? What do I like? Mm. I honestly like chit chatting. I miss I miss this. Yeah, I like the chit chat too. Uh, we're just trying to work some things out. So do let us know which format do you prefer? One of us, two of us, three of us. Let us know. Uh, but we're going to start with Rockmasters. That was in Arco this weekend, and what a competition it was. Jakob Schubert took the win in both bouldering and duel, an event where two athletes race to the top of a sport route. Those wins gave him the overall victory for 2022. Jakob's teammate Jessica Piltz took victory in the duel, although there was a bit of controversy, as some people think Vita Lucan actually touched the top first. But regardless, Vita got second, Jesse with the gold. And for the bouldering, well, Sheon So won the gold in the women's competition controversy a little bit i think it's one of like there were a lot of comments on social media about her topping out first but she didn't say that on her social but media the buzzer is the buzzer the buzzer is the buzzer exactly i i don't know i i didn't watch the full competition so mm. I, I can't i don't i can't actually remember if it was a timing pad but i don't think so i think it was yeah just like her. it's like a speed thing okay so yeah anyway but controversy on that one uh, but what a competition in the amazing arco and that duel thing right look, you are a comp climbing nerd Yes. As am I, I suppose, a little bit now. Um, you're, you're meant to be the nerd. Yes, I'm meant to be the you, nerd. You go to every event. Yes, I do. By I the do, way. I do. I should know. Uh, but Jewel, do you think that should be an IFSC format? Do you like I the love Jewel? it as a concept. Yeah? Yeah. Like in Olympics in a couple of years. Yes. I'm always terrified when I watch it because the athletes are so quick and they yeah. have to clip. Yeah. And what, yeah. Like, what happens if they mess they it up? They have to figure out the clipping thing. I think mm. when clipping will be like a Velcro thing. Because, you know, climbing will evolve so no, much. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. How is Instead clipping clip, Velcro? But, you know, like like Velcro, like like a, just a... Velcro on the when, rope to the quick draw? When clipping will be quicker than actually clipping, right. I think it will fit into, you know... How about things. magnets in the rope and in the quick draw? When you get the rope close to the quick draw, it just snaps Why in. Why aren't we in R&D? I don't know, but my idea is better than Velcro. You think? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, what do you think? Velcro or magnets? Let us know. Also, good to see Charlie Bosco back on the mic. You didn't watch the comp, did you? Though? No, I did, I did, I did. Like, I watched bits of it, uh, and I definitely <laughs> listened to Charlie as well. It was just so good to hear him back. Like, he was the classic. Uh, yeah, but you took his job, so, you know. <laughs> I didn't take his job. He retired. All right. And then I slid into his job, yes. Uh, but, yeah, Charlie, nice to see you back on the comp scene. Right, let's move on to some outdoor news from Seuss. Alex Magus has reported on his Instagram that he has made the first ascent of a route in Seyuse that could potentially be a 9B. He's calling the route Rastaman Vibrations, and it's a 35-meter line first bolted by Chris Sharma 10 years ago. The route has been tried by many top climbers, but never sent before. He went to Seyuse before the Briançon World Cup and put in five sessions on the route, then went to Briançon, won bronze, and returned to Seyuse and sent it on his second day there. Although it doesn't commit on the exact grade on his Instagram, he does say it's in the range of 9B. Is this starting to become an issue? Climbers not wanting to grade climbs, especially Alex and Seuss. Well, he's had history, hasn't he? Uh, yes. he's, he's maybe been burnt with that one before. Uh, it, look, it's a wicked route. A um, couple of things I wanted to say. Number one is, if you guys are interested in seeing some of the route, playing on screen right now is some Relay Vertical footage of Charles Albert 
and Seb. And Seb won. Yeah, they were struggling to climb it. Mm. So that's the footage you're watching now. There's a link down below for the Relay Vertical stuff. The second thing is my good friend Jan Vert, uh, whose photos you were seeing. Mm-hmm. He's the RFC photographer, wicked, wicked photographer. And he did the Theo Blass videos that we did. Is this going where I think it's going? There's a video. There's oh. a video, apparently. It's on. Alex said there's a video coming on his Instagram. Okay, cool. So I don't know where it's going. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have it. Um, we don't have it? To, not, not oh, to my that's knowledge. sad. I know. But anyway, so that video will be coming soon. Nice one from Alex. Uh, let's talk... Oh, who is it? Me? Yes. Is it me? You're talking about mountains in Pakistan. Oh, yeah. Mountains in Pakistan. Italian climbers Alessandro Bau, Leonardo Gessa and Francesco Ratti have climbed a new route on Uli Baubo's spire climb in the Trango group of peaks in Pakistan. This was reported by Planet Mountain. They've called the route Refrigerator Off With and as the name suggests, follows a wide corner on the east face of the 5,620 metre pillar. The pair suffered freezing cold temperatures on the climb, which they sent alpine style bivvying on the route. It has free climbing difficulties up to 7A. I love it when a route name just reflects what it was about. Uh, refrigerator off width. So it was a freezing Ooh. cold off width climb. Yes, with probably frozen walls, like a refrigerator. Yes. So exactly. I can well, you imagine in... going off and off width on ice. Yes, true. It must have been horrible. Horrible for cams and all the rest. Well, but think about it. You don't sweat, so the sweat won't melt the ice. True. You know, it's all like cold. But would you prefer to be sweaty or to freeze? I honestly don't know. Both are bad, right? You? Uh, sweaty. Really? I hate the cold. Cold sucks. Yeah, but you like skiing. I like skiing, but because I don't have to be dexterous with skiing, you know? It's mm. like, it's cold, but it's only cold on like, the exposed bits, whereas climbing, you've got lots of exposed bits. Right. Let's get back to some sport climbing with the 9A roundup. All of the following climbs were reported on 8A.new. 15-year-old French climber Max Breton has climbed La Prophétie de Grenouille, a 9A that could have been his first, but he thinks it's more like 8C+. A lot of big names have been climbing in Seuss, and Jorge Diaz Rulo has climbed La Cadre Nouvelle, 9A. He tried it last year and fell the dyno 45 times, and this year it took him just four attempts. 41-year-old and full-time carpenter B.J. Tilden has sent Hard Twisted, a 9A plus first ascent at Wolf Point. He's previously put up seven 9A first ascents. Kylian Chabrier has climbed Condi de Choc. He spent three sessions trying the climb, which links two hard boulders at 8A plus and 7B plus. This is his first route at the grade. Finally, Pietro Radasso has made the first ascent of La Terza Via in Italy. This 9A is his second 9A, and he had to be on the wall at 7am to guarantee cooler conditions. Some cool 9As in there. Uh, the 45 falls from Jorge Diaz Rulo. That's pretty cool, isn't it? On La Cadre. Yes, I saw, ooh, who was it? Marco a couple of years ago trying it. There's this awesome, like, underkling route. Mm. Uh, the route? move right uh but yeah just the fact that jorge can come back this year and try it a couple of times and do it that shows like quite a jump he said he was in bad form last year like he okay. wasn't feeling fit uh so obviously he's gone away trained you know how many he's sent this hill. year yeah walking up the <laughs> massive hill uh which is so useful for you uh yeah uh, so that's 9a roundup now of course there are some 9b's this week so there are yeah one 9b roundup counter now we've got an upgrade upgrade here because last week i discussed how uh, someone had gone through and 
found Tyler. All, found Tyler had found all the stuff for us. Yes. And then, just when I thought we were going to have to do something, right. Toby Munro has made a spreadsheet for us. Okay. Um, so, I mean, you passed me a pen, but I don't, I don't really need it anymore. Let's put in Alex, apparently. You want to give him points? Yeah, well, Alex Magos has done a 9B. Because, yeah, like, but 9B question mark. So it could be a plus... That's true. It could be a slash plus. So how many points for a nine B again? Uh, Hang three. On. Three. So yes. what do we put? Three, three behind for sure. brackets. No, it's, yeah. Three oh. for sure and then question mark. Let's do that. Well, three. It's three or four, isn't well, it? Three so maybe or four. four should be in brackets. And then if somebody like Jorge de Summer sends the route, we mm. give him a plus if he thinks it's more like 9B plus. Yes, I think that's fair. There we go. And thank you, Toby, for the spreadsheet. We will attempt to keep that up. I mean, it's minimal work for us, isn't it? That it became one. minimal work. It has yes. become minimal work. So thank you, Toby. You've saved us. Uh, thank you. Just, yeah, thank you, Toby. Shop stuff. And the summer sale is still going on because it's still summer. And it's a good time to shop, especially on the Epic TV shop. And this week, as a year product, I picked the Singing Rock Rocket. Singing <laughs> I picked rock exactly rocket. the same one. That's crazy. <laughs> I just picked it because of the color, honestly. It's violet. <laughs> it looks good with everything. And it's a high-end ultralight spore climbing harness. Um, and we've been wearing a lot of high-end ultralight harnesses. And they do make a difference. It, maybe it's in my head. No, you're I'm, right. I'm, they do. You know, people cut tags off their clothes to be lighter. I like to pick a lighter harness. <laughs> you like a tag. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was my pick and apparently yours too. Nice. Uh, mine is one Hugo picked a couple of weeks ago, which was the Nomad Zoom Bumper, which is a cooler that holds 30 cans of beer and ice packs. Uh, and I thought it was so brilliant at the time. I can't believe it hasn't sold out. There's only four left, 50 euros. It's got a backpack, right? So okay. here's, here's what I'm thinking. Say use that lovely hill. Take one of these things on your back, okay? Walk up the hill, and then when you finish climbing, you've got 30 beers to drown your sorrows. Or on your rest day, you could be a very useful climber and bring up cans of Cokes and beer and sell them at the crag. And if, if you're a dirtbag, you know, you can just like pay off wow. your weekend's stay at the campsite. That's a very good point. And you could use Stefano Gasolfi's electric bike beater to get yourself up. Stefano's just gonna give his bike off. Yeah, just give it off. Look, we've just given you basically a business idea. So uh, that's why you need to get the Nomad Zoom bumper. But besides this uh, kind of random uh, gear that we chose, there is a ton of stuff on sale on the Epic TV shop uh, and it's a really good time to start shopping. So go ahead. Well, we're going to do our discussion point in a sec, but let's talk about content, first of all, because this is a big week in terms of the Ooh. Arcteryx Alpine Academy. Indeed. Now. The Arcteryx Alpine Academy is this incredible event where people from all over the world gather in Chamonix, they learn stuff from mountain guides, there's clinics, there's masterclasses, it's a brilliant weekend. We of course shot some videos, there's three of them. By the time you watch this, one of them is out already, that's what you're about to see the teaser for, and there's two more coming. But first of all, check the teaser out. T, first of all, you're right. Yes, it was a month ago. Yeah, recovered since then, ish, kind of. I don't know, it hurts sometimes. But. Uh... <laughs> On another note, uh, yes, it was a really cool weekend. Uh, like you said before, there's so much to learn, there's so much going on. Chamonix also just changes. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, Arteryx does kind of take over, but like movie like movie nights and everything that was going on, it was it was such a cool uh, vibe and it was the real, uh, the first year I really experienced it. Uh, so yes, two more episodes coming soon. 
Can we tease the last one? Yeah, well, the last one I got involved, uh, myself and Hugo went and did this amazing ridge in Switzerland. So that's coming on Friday. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Make sure you subscribe as well because you'll miss everything. Yes. Otherwise. And the second one, I, I go aid climbing. And you go aid climbing. Yeah, El Cap Dreams. <laughs> El Cap Dreams. And that'll be out on Thursday. Okay, so that's content sorted out. Now, let's talk about the discussion point. Right. Because last week, we sort of did a little teaser mm-hmm. where we said we're going to talk about the ethics, the morality, the safety side of passing people on alpine routes. And let's give this a bit of background because this is something that you brought up with me because you experienced a bit of a queue situation, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, we live in Chamonix. Uh, it's the middle of summer. There's obviously uh, a lot of people wanting to climb, you know, <laughs> the amazing routes. Uh, so yeah, I was just, I just caught up. I just got caught up in, in a queue basically on an alpine route. And there was a lot of stuff going on, but in a nutshell, what we understand of the situation is that some people in front weren't letting other faster teams pass. And like there was there was no way through, you know, like you're yeah. on a route in some way you have to like go over on a belay or like stand on a ledge and let people pass. And they were just letting people with the other teams pass. Um, which my question to you was, Honestly, like you've been climbing out here for the past 10 years, like ethically, morally, what do you do? Yeah, I think it's a good question and we'll talk about why. But first of all, I wanted to shout someone out. We'll actually call someone out here because Alt Geneva, I think that's your name, put up a pretty stupid comment, to be honest, which he said, this kind of question you can only hear for someone who's never been on an Alpine route. Grow up, Matt. This is a nonsense subject for discussion. Alt, I disagree. I never usually call out comments because I usually ignore the silly ones. This one kind of got me a little bit because... Number one, I've been climbing out here for 10 years. I'm not an expert, but I do know about alpine climbing a little bit. I've done a fair few routes. Number two, I do think it's important to talk about this because, okay, we were chatting to someone the other day that you and me went climbing with, who was saying, when you come from a sport climbing background, let's say, Mm -hmm. there's different sort of things in an alpine situation that you might not know. You know, if you're used to just cragging where you're queuing for routes, it's tricky. And when you're trying to move into a different type of genre of climbing Mm -hmm. there's whole types of things you don't necessarily know you don't want to annoy people and you don't want to be dangerous generally for me right it becomes a couple of things i was always told that speed in the alps is super important like if you're not quick you can die you know it kills you because it's thunderstorms you want to be in and out as early and as quickly as possible generally you can pass people on alpine routes if it's safe to do so and this is much easier if you get something like a ridge route like the cosmiques for example okay and you're not at a a qe section like the abseils speak to the people if they're okay with you moving around them move around them if Mm -hmm. it's obvious you can do it it's okay generally but just don't be an idiot about it don't climb over their rope don't haul on their gear don't clip their gear stay out of the way as much as possible and usually people will be like fair enough you're faster go through it's very annoying if someone gets jumped and then it turns out that group who jumped you is super slow and you get yes. stuck behind them. That drives me crazy. But the situation you had was tricky because it was an alpine rock route, right? It was an alpine rock route and the people in front, this is all like, this has been passed through and it was like a really funny situation in the end and whatever, we still had a good day out in the mountains. Uh, but the people in front apparently were just using nuts. Instead of and, the bolts? No, instead of cams. Okay. And whatever bolts of pitons were there. So it was like inappropriate gear, maybe a bit of an experience. And they didn't have a nut key, right? 
something like that. Yeah, okay. So they couldn't remove the nuts. It was a massive cue. Now, that's trickier because it's like pitched, right? Yes, but like pitched on ledges. Yeah, so it's tricky to maneuver around. So you couldn't climb to the left or right, for example, because there's the line. This was like behind a lot of things. We were probably like the fifth or sixth. Yeah. That, that That's harder because honestly, the Alps, especially at the moment, it's busy. It's, it's just busy. It's a reality busy. of things. Yeah. If you go on a weekend, you're likely to queue, so go super early. Yeah. It, it's And the reason I said ethically or morally in the little thing is because I think there's that worry of like, oh, should I jump people? Because, you know, if you did that, let's say, at a crag, yeah. you'd be that idiot who jumped in front of someone at the crag unless yeah. you asked. The real answer is you have to play it by ear. You have to see the situation. But generally, yes, you can pass people on the Alpine route if it's safe to do so. Do have a chat with them. Uh, if they're a guided team, maybe not a good idea because the guides are trying their best. No, you do talk to the guide. You know, I mean, like yeah. on certain occasions, like if they're having a, a client that's struggling, like you do talk to the guide, and and even in the comments, like generally that was the the concession of like yeah. ask, talk about it, and then yeah, just don't be a certain word and pass them or don't pass them. <laughs> exactly. So do it safely. So look, that's our yeah. opinion. Uh, that's the opinion we got from our experiences. It, it's a difficult subject. It's nuanced. That's our discussion point. Do let us know what you think down below. What we're doing. Oh, comment of the week. Oh, yes. Uh, can I prelim the comment of the week? Because my uh, comment of the week fine. is about this, right? It is. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to prelim my comment of the week before, which is from Kylie Richards, who says, you guys should do a 50s Capella style song for comment of the week. Uh, show hops and doobie doos, ha ha ha. You know my music. Oh, Taylor Swift. That's it. That the other day I had to ask, what's reggaeton? What's what? Yeah, that one. Well, you don't pronounce it like that. Reggae. Like, re reg reggaeton. I don't know what reggaeton see, is. See? What's reggaeton? Reggaeton? It's like it's like bouncy. Okay. That's what I gathered. I have, I've no, I'm, I'm so uncool. I've got no idea. Uh, but we've got to do like do up that kind of thing. Right, 50 style. Heads moving like. Yeah. Ready? Uh, One, two, three. Comment. Comment. the week. Comment. The worst ever. That was terrible. That was awful. And I've done my comment. <laughs> Have you got a comment? Uh, you've done your comment. Yeah, that was it. Kylie so Richards, that was my you. my comment is from Ayao23. Seb, I'm tired and free solo the last five to ten meters. WTF. Mm. I agree, WTF. Like, okay, easy climbing at the top of, you know, a cave though. Like, that just became... A route into a solo into a high ball. Yeah, it's full of, in his defense, I saw a drone shot the other day that came out from the cave. Okay. Because he climbed the flatting a cave across and up and 130 meters pitch, 9B plus, I think. 9B, 9B plus, can't remember. Um, but, slash. Slash. But the top of the cave kind of slabs out. So you go over the massive lip and then becomes vertical and then becomes basically slabby at the okay. top bit. So like the rope drag, you can imagine coming all the way from under. That's, yeah, that would have been horrible just to like, he would have had to drag up the rope oh, instead yeah. of climbing yeah. with him. So I think that's why he untied. And I think Seb one who can probably climb 10A. Uh, ooh, controversial. <laughs> the smile <laughs> the there. The smile, the twinkle in Matt's Matt eye. Matt knows something. Matt thinks he knows. Anyway, uh, the yeah, I think he was all right on the last slabby bit of... of Crag. Still cray cray. Oh, cray. Cray. <laughs> Seb, cray. You cray, boy. Uh, that's it. I think we're done. Yes, we're done. Guys, please subscribe. Arteryx Academy special videos coming out all week. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. See you soon.